0: Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast, Brother Jeremy here, episode number 251, 251. And I hope that you've listened to all of them. If not, go back and pick up on the ones you've not. And I hope that all of them have been a blessing to you. I know they've been a blessing to me. And I enjoy coming behind the mic and doing them. I want to go to the book of Jude today. Jude, just one chapter. Uh, It has just a few verses. Jude, verse number 21. There's only 25 verses in this book But it is a power-packed book. And listen to this verse. I want to talk about keeping yourselves in the love of God. The Bible said in Jude 21, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Jude wrote this short, powerful epistle to warn the people of God, about the increasing apostasy that was evident in his day. And I just say this, if it was evident 2,000 years ago, how bad have we went down in this day and hour that we live? It's no wonder that the Bible question, will he find faith when he comes? And Jude wrote this to talk about apostasy, a falling away. It's about exposing false teachers, and he's trying to stir up the saints of God to just continue to go forward, to grow in the grace of God. Can I just take a commercial break right here? With all that is going on in our world, and I'm talking about the political world, the social world, the economic world, the entertainment world, the sports world, the media world, You better get your focus right. I'm telling you, it is a sad day and hour we're living in. We are seeing a falling away from God's truth and God's word like never before. The ears of God's people are being turned to fables, being uh, turned to doctrines of devils, uh, feel-good stories. Most all of the preaching, you turn on the average television program that's got So-called preaching on it. And it's going to be feel-good stories. It's going to be circumstantial preaching. I preach like that. I preach about coming through the storm or going through the night and coming through the battle. I understand that type of preaching. It's necessary sometimes. But man, we need to get back to some truth. That's why I call this treasures of truth. Because it is the truth that will make you free. And we've got to earnestly contend for the faith that Jude talks about here in these verses. This is why he's writing. He said, I want you to earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto unto the saints. That's in verse number three. There's certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. We're there, y'all. We're there. And so I want to continue. I want to continue in what is right. You know, Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy. Uh, chapter was it was a chapter four first Timothy chapter four Paul told Timothy the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith Why? they're going to give heed to seducing spirits spirits and doctrines of devils going to speak lies and hypocrisy and their conscience is even going to be seared with a uh, with a hot iron and so we better pay close attention. A great falling away is taking place that that Jude warned about almost 2,000 years ago in this first century when they were still outlining and structuring what it truly means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. And those that fall away, it's evident they were never truly converted in the first place. So we need to pay close attention. We need to pay close attention and stay away from false doctrine. And by the way, if you're saved... And led by the Spirit of God, you can be able to have discernment to know the difference in truth and error between the doctrines of the Holy Spirit, inspired word, and doctrines of demons. That was Jude's warning. I took a long time on that introduction. And I want to finish all this on one podcast. He was not making them. When he said this challenge, now let's get to the challenge. Keep yourselves in the love of God. He was not making them. Uh, responsible to love God or to keep God loving them. You got no control over whether or not God loves you. The grace of God's love, you cannot lose it. He loves us with an everlasting love. There's never been a time when God didn't love us. And I'll say this, God doesn't love us because we're valuable. We're valuable because God loves us. So it's not talking about keeping God loving you. Making sure we live in such a way that God loves us, we're to keep ourselves fervently loving Him. It's very true. We cannot. Uh, we can take God's love for granted, and uh, we can allow our love for Him to be abated. You remember what Jesus charged the uh, Ephesian church over in the Book of the Revelation, chapter two. He said, "I have somewhat against thee because you've left your first love." And from time to time, every one of us need to be revived in our love for God. And when Jesus asked um, about the greatest of all the commandments, over there in the book of Matthew, he said, uh, when he was asked about it, he said, love the Lord thy God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. It's the first and great commandment. And I believe it's the foremost duty of a child of God above all else, above standards, above music, above soul winning above preaching, above teaching, above Sunday school classes, above senior citizen programs, above youth programs, above anything and everything that our churches are trying to do, the foremost responsibility and duty of a child of God is to love the Lord. And before we can ever be revived in our love for God, we got to honestly recognize the sin of not loving Him. How, 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 how's my love toward God? Because our supreme love for God is going to have a powerful effect on every area of our life. I promise you it'll be easier to obey the Word of God when you're fervently in love with the God of the Word. It'll be a natural thing to thank Him and praise Him when we love Him the way we ought to love Him. It'll be so much simpler in giving our life, giving our devotion uh, when your heart is on fire, when your heart is aflame with your, you know, serving God with your time, serving God with your talent, serving God with your treasures, it becomes a pleasure when you love God the way you're supposed to love Him. To keep yourself in the love of God is to know and believe and trust even in the struggles. You know, anybody can keep their joy when they're riding high in the Holy Spirit but God wants us to keep ourselves in His love at all times, especially in the trials and in the temptations. And I just got a question a question or two for you. Do you want to keep your life? I'm not talking about your physical life. I'm talking about your spiritual life. Do you want to stay in the fight? You want to remain on course, finish it? The Apostle Paul said, I kept the faith, fought a good fight, finished my course. I want to do that. Well, you're going to have to keep yourself in love. Now, when Jude said "keep yourselves," that's not in your own strength. He said, "Keep yourselves in the love of God." It don't mean that you've got to make sure you've got a boundary set where you're staying inside God's love. You know, and as long as you keep yourself, you got to keep a watch, and you got—I mean, there is a watch implied to to us because we there's an understood you you keep yourselves. I understand that, but you know, you you're—it's not. Don't think that it's your responsibility to hedge yourself into the love of God. Because we can't keep ourselves. If God don't keep us, we're in a mess. I mean, verse 21 is where we're at. But if you go down three verses, Jude reminds us what the keeping power is. He said now in verse 24, now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. So we are kept... By Him. Ain't that what Peter said in 1 Peter one five when he said that we're kept by the power of God? Kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation? So how do we keep ourselves in the love of God? I want to give you three things. Very simple. And I'll be finished. Number one, you keep yourself in the love of God by the edification of the Scripture. Edification, building up of your faith. Centers and rotates and orbits around the Word of God. Do you know why you're down today? You know why you've been down the last week? You've been neglecting that book. You know when we get off track and when we get sidetracked is when we neglect the book. Edification centers on studying God's Word and applying God's Word. Acts 20 and verse 32 said, And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. The word of his grace is able to build you up. Well, my life is falling apart. Well, you need to get in the Bible. You need to get in God's word. You need to go listen to your preacher preach. You need to be faithful to the house of God. You've been missing Sunday school. It's no wonder the foundations are, are falling off of your life. That's why I go to church. I don't go to church just because, uh, you know, it's it's the right thing to do. That's, That's duty. I go to church because of love. It is what strengthens me. It is what helps me. There's times, man, I wouldn't have made it through had it not been that I got to go to church and hear a gospel song and hear a gospel message and hear a gospel Sunday school lesson. The Word of God builds you. It builds you up, edified by the Word of God. The edification of the Scripture and all the ministries of the church. I tell thanks to Calvary this. and Folks, thanks to Calvary listening to my podcast and others all over the world. But I tell folks at the church, everything we're going to do at thanks to Calvary Baptist Church is going to have at its center the Word of God. All the ministries of the church are for edification, and the only way they can be edifying is by the Word of God. The Bible said God gave the church apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. Why? To proclaim the Word, which as a result will build up the body of Christ. You keep yourself in the love of God by staying in the Word of God. So the first thing, edification of the Scripture. Number two, encouragement of the Spirit. Because it's God's will for us to stay in his book. But come on, let's get honest for just a second. Every one of us get weak. Every one of us get weak. And there are days that we miss our Bible reading or we miss our Bible study or we miss our devotion. You may be even very prone to lay out of your church. Can I tell you, you need to change that. You need to go to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, revival night, youth night, vacation Bible school night, revival night. Anything that's going on at your local church, you need to be there. Why? Because it builds you up. But all of us get weak. We all become weak, and that's where the Holy Spirit comes in because the Holy Spirit intercedes to us for God, and He intercedes to God for us. How many times would we have quit (laughs) had it not been for the Holy Spirit? How many times would we have given up and thrown in the towel, had it not been for the Holy Spirit encouraging us and prodding us and urging us? I love this verse of Scripture. It's one of my favorites. It's found in 1 John 2, 20. And I want you to listen to these words. But ye have an unction from the Holy One. Ye have an unction. What does that unction mean? It means you've got a driving force. But ye have an unction from the Holy One, a special anointing, a special endowment. It means a force that pushes. Oh, bless his name. And it's the Holy Spirit. Do you know what the preceding verse was? Verse 19, they went out from us, but they were not of us. But they have been of us. They have no doubt continued with us. He said, you would have quit and you would have not continued except the Holy Spirit is inside you pushing you. The encouragement of the Spirit, that's how you keep yourselves. That's why we shouldn't grieve Him with sin. That's why we shouldn't quench Him with disobedience. And even come to the point like Lot did, vex him. The encouragement of the Spirit is what keep you in the love of God. So you've got the advocation of the Scripture and the encouragement of the Spirit. But here's the third one. When all else fails, what will keep you in the love of God? The expense of the Savior. When all else fails and you feel yourself slipping, I want you to hear what I'm going to say. You need to go to Calvary. When all else fails, go back to Calvary. Because First John four nineteen, we love Him because He first loved us. And when we meditate on the gift of the Son of God at Calvary and the blood that was shed and the life that was given and the sin debt that was paid, it will be a natural response to love Him in return. Dwelling on that grace, that work of grace, That'll keep us in love with him. Remembering that great gift of salvation and and eternal life and the price that was paid for our redemption. That'll keep you in the love of Christ. Jude verse 21, keep yourselves in the love of God. Now I want you to go out today and be salt and light. The world's dirty and dark. It needs you. It needs some purifying and illuminating. If you're listening to this in the evening, why don't you plan on purpose? I'm going tomorrow morning, get out of the bed, pray, read my Bible, get filled with the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to go out and make a difference in this world. And until the next Treasures of Truth podcast, God bless you.